Of Strength and Speed. I'm your special guest host, Michael Stefano. And again, I'm here with Evan, day six. Evan, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling kind of rough right now, but um, you know, the day started off and it's been kind of like a crapshoot every morning when I get up if I'm going to be able to run. So my ankle was swollen this morning when I got up. So I wrapped some rock tape around it and kind of immobilized it a little bit. And um, once I started moving, I felt good. There was a little bit of concern today because when we looked at the weather forecast for Columbus, Ohio, it was a 100% chance of rain from like something like 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m. So I was like, all right. So pretty much every hour we were planning on running, it's going to be raining. Awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, it was raining most of the time. So we were running through some options. You know, with Michelle's gym, we didn't want to go outside and get soaked and then like wet everything on the inside of the gym because it's a ninja gym and they've got courses, they've got classes and stuff going on. So we ran through some options. We were talking about doing miles on treadmills we were talking about doing all the obstacles first then all the miles and the the rain was light so we ended up going with basically doing uh 20 obstacles inside and then we go outside for a five mile run essentially repeat over and over again and uh on one of the runs you were saying that today was a nice mental break uh, maybe because you had amy with you again someone else that could do all the obstacles look like you were playing around not just doing obstacles but like choreographing and having fun with it that way we jumped off the trampoline onto the rings and then swung to the pipe in synchrony. That was, I think, the most fun. Go into like how that, that kind of broke up the monotony for you. Yeah, that was great. So Amy Padgett was here again, and again, she did all the obstacles that I did today. Do you have any weaknesses when it comes to these obstacles here? Balance is definitely my not my strong point. A lot of other obstacles, you can kind of come back if you make a little mistake, but balance one mistake and you're done. You know, and it started off with us just doing simple obstacles. This morning I was trying to set up uh, while he was getting ready. He's like, okay, set up some easy obstacles. So I set up some easy stuff. And he's like, no, let's do this instead. Some hard stuff. is like, oh boy, it's going to be an interesting day. <laughs> it was good. And then Michelle's Gym Movement Lab Ohio is just so much fun. To our uh, Bobby from Stoke Shed, we were like, oh, get a picture of this. Get a video of this. And then it turned into like, well, what can we do with the two of us with our CTG protein shirts on? That would be fun. We had some good some good group kind of synchronized obstacles. Some didn't go well, some did. But as long as we have the good footage of the good ones, we're good. And it, it really broke things up. And honestly, that was like some of the most fun while doing obstacles. That was the most fun I've had while doing obstacles all week. If, if Bobby's previous videos are any indication as to how this episode is going to be, definitely, definitely look forward to this one. Very, very fun. And this is the first Ninja Gym that I've ever seen. How does it compare to ones that you've seen? Good. Very good. I've been here a couple times. It's a really nice gym. Like, uh, it's fun to, it, it's one of those places, if it was closer by, I'd have a lot of fun every day. Just get the membership and, you know, come play, hurt myself and <laughs> forget how old I am. They're all a little bit different. Some of them are more kids focused, some of them more adults focused. I really like Michelle's. She has got a foam pit in the back, which I'm a huge fan of because I think it allows you to make those huge ballistic uh, lache movements and really go for broke and not have to worry about landing awkwardly. So really like it and a lot of stuff crammed into not the biggest space but I mean it has everything you need to train for Ninja Warrior. We keep saying Michelle's name 
Unfortunately, she couldn't make it out to cheer us on due to a family matter. But it was awesome meeting her dad. Who is Michelle, if people don't know who she is? So Michelle Warnke, she's on the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro team. This is her second year on the team. She's been on Ninja Warrior seven times. She's been to the Las Vegas Finals six times. So she's pretty much, I'm going to say she's the best female ninja in the world. I'm sure some people would debate that. But, I mean, no one that I know has been to the finals that many number of times as a female. Um, I don't even know how many males have been to that finals that many number of times. Now, she's the second woman in the world to get up the warped wall. Second woman in the world to hit a city finals buzzer. So, basically a legend in the sport, even though the sport's pretty young. Yeah, I admittedly ha- don't have as much exposure to American Ninja Warrior. But it seems like a great show. A lot of people seem to like it. Why do you think this is the obstacle show that has been getting the most interaction by fans? It's it's short. It's fast-paced. You can watch people go through it, and they really sell the human interest drama, which I think is arguably for better or for worse. Personally, not to get into a Ninja Warrior tirade, but like I think they should just focus on the top athletes, and then you can find the human interest within those athletes, and it adds depth to them. I feel like Ninja Warrior looks for the human interest, and then just like throws people on the show. So some some really good athletes I know, like Jay Flores has applied for a couple of years and hasn't gotten his chance. He's just an example, right? There's hundreds of other ones uh, that have been training very hard. And uh, yeah, it's fast paced and you can take it in real quick. You know, my sport's ultra OCR, but to be honest with you, like it is not super exciting to watch, which is why we segment 12 hours of footage into three minute clips that uh, Bobby's been crushing all week. Absolutely. So let's get into that running portion. How was the weather for your run? Uh, you were worried about the, the rain. Was it as bad as you expected? Was it better? It actually wasn't too bad most of the time. If you only wait for perfect conditions to go for a run, you, you're, you're not going to be running that often, so especially if you live in Ohio. So we'd start off, and it would usually be a light kind of mist. But then for some reason, by the end of every run, it was like ra- legit raining. So uh, you know, as long as you kept on moving, you could stay warm. On the, last, the second to last repeat, I was just moving really slow because my ankle was hurting and my hip flexors were starting to give out. The trail was nice, but every time you stepped off, socks, shoes, everything just got soaked. So that was kind of rough. Uh, but on the very last one, I basically walked the last four miles, addressed warmer, and luckily it had stopped raining, which I was very thankful for. Like the last bit took a lot of time. We were a little bit worried. It seemed like the beginning of the course was a nice loop. Uh, the streets were kind of tricky, but it wasn't as difficult as yesterday, right? Definitely not as difficult as yesterday. It was nice to not have snow for once. We eventually found kind of like a business park that had a nice paved path. It was like about a mile long, and we basically did loops around that path. So it worked out well. Are you worried at all about this seven-hour drive? Misery or Missouri? No. <laughs> Us potentially arriving at the hotel at 2 a.m. Uh, lack of sleep and therefore our opportunity to recover must be starting to wear you down a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, today was the first time I felt like sleepy tired in the middle of the day. You know, like I would do a lap... Uh, you cut five miles and some obstacles, and then I get inside, and I'd like physically be tired, like I was sleepy. Um, so I had some caffeine to kind of power me back up. And uh, the last time I had some caffeine, it just like it didn't work. My body was like, "No, you're still tired." So I'm hoping I can sleep on the car ride. Uh, it's just seven hours. Jacob Stone's gonna be driving. He's a professional truck driver. One of the reasons we brought him, he's also on the strength and speed team. And we haven't talked about him much on the podcast, but he has been driving on every single leg so far. Um, so while while Mike, you've been editing. And Bobby's been editing, Jacob's been driving. Absolutely. And also, in addition to driving, packing the car, it's an art. Uh, it's not something that I enjoy to do, and he has to do it frequently, so we definitely appreciate that as well. And now, a big thing with Ultra OCR is you're alone with your thoughts uh, often. Do you have a mantra that you have when things are getting really tough? Not really. I was just getting a little frustrated towards the end of the day because my body 
was not performing the way I wanted it to. So I was like, I was mad at my own body, which is weird. Because I was like, no, you're, like, you're better than this. Like, actually run. And my body was just not responding to my brain's commands. So that was a little frustrating. But I, I usually don't use a mantra. I just kind of let my thoughts wander. And whatever it goes, it goes. Uh, you tell some stories with some of the pacers to help pass the time. I, people get that all the time. But well, what do you think about during all these events? And it's like, I don't know. What do you think about when you're just sitting around? You know, it's the same thing, except my body's in a running motion. It's funny because I feel like a lot of people don't sit around. They're always watching TV. They're always doing something to occupy their minds. And I think that's the scariest thing about ultra running is you're alone with your thoughts. you got some demons that are going to come out after you, right? Yeah, they could. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I think I stay pretty positive in my head most of the time. There's nothing I can tell him. You know, he's, he's in that mindset of just getting it done now. And so he's doing a great job. Happy to be a part of this. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. And if he ever decides to do it again, oh. <laughs> when he does, when he decides to do it again, in a, in two weeks, when he forgets how much pain this was, and he's like, you know what, let's go ahead and schedule that again. I'll uh, I'll come out and pace him some more. You know, there there are rough patches, just like anything else. I saw that he needed someone out there with him just to, you know, help motivate. So I thought, yeah, I like to do it, and I just wanted to be out there with him. And today was mostly highs, and uh, the ends was kind of lows. But, you know, every day has been like that, where there's a couple of rough patches, a couple of bright patches. I would say today had more bright than rough. And, um, yeah, I'm just glad to be in the home stretch. I mean, I can I can feel my house in Kansas City waiting for me. I know it's a struggle now, but in the home stretch, I'm always going to do it. Keep kicking butt. And, again, big portion that helped you was the Pacers. So who were the Pacers that came out today? Uh, we had Tim there. Tim Connor of Northridgeville, Ohio, and I just wanted to run. Now, one of Amy Padgett's friends. He did a bunch of miles with me. Yesterday, I think I got about 12 to 15. How many did you get today? Um, seven, eight. You also drove like four hours to the next location, too, which we appreciate. I like driving. So. <laughs> just downplaying the success here. We had Kevin. Hi, Kevin Klein. I'm from Sugar Creek, Ohio. A friend of mine told me about what Evan was doing. So I thought, oh, it sounds like a good organization and just a good time and fun people to be with. Uh, who I met at Winter Soldier uh, back in December in Ohio. And he came out and did almost all the miles today. Today I did 20 with him. And then we had Amy. I'm Amy Padrick from Cleveland, Ohio. Came out to pace Evan and plan some fun obstacles. Doing some pacing and then, of course, my normal crew came out there and logged a couple miles. Now we're planning to do something a little bit different tomorrow with a live Q&A. We're thinking tomorrow around noon. Where can people find that? We'll do it on my personal Facebook page. So Evan Preparis, we'll do Q&A. It'll be noon central time. So it'll be 1 p.m. Eastern time. I did not think about that because we're going to be gaining an hour driving from here to Missouri. That should be a little bit of a push in our favor, right? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I'm looking forward to getting back in Missouri and then eventually getting back home. My daughter was like, why Why is Dad running so much? She's used to like the one-day race and then I come home. So she's been confused why I've been gone for a week. Just stay focused on what you're doing and know the people that you're helping out and you know, what it's going to do for them. And one of your calls, you gave a really good answer. What was that answer? Because there are kids like you that don't have their daddies. So I'm, uh, I'm doing that for them. Oh, yeah.